Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful but chilly Alpharetta. And folks, if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to deliver their services in a personal way, I've found that combination at Renaissance Bank, and that's fairly rare, particularly if you're at one of those big mega banks. And if you're there, you know what I'm talking about. So we don't even need to bring it all up. If you want to get those memories of impersonal service in your rearview mirror, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'd be glad you did. And guess what? Live people answer the phone. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome an old friend, Mark McKenzie is with me. Mark, I'm old. Mark's not. <laughs> Mark is with DocuMax Digital Printing. Mark, welcome. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. And we're right up there in age with each other. Young at heart. Yeah, that's right. Old in wisdom. I got this interview started off on a bad note. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about age. But uh, let's, for those that don't know you, and there's, I think, maybe four or five people that don't know you. So for, for those folks, let's uh, tell them about who you are and how you're serving out there. So my brothers and I own and operate DocuMax Digital Printing. We've actually been in business and partners since 1975. So when you talk about age, we're, we're getting ready to celebrate 49 years of being in business. Wow. What a remarkable run since 1975 and the ups and downs in the printing business uh, the, over that time. Wow. And just even in the business world. So, well, sure. Uh, right. Uh, so I started out with a stone and chisel. That's how we started printing. <laughs> and, uh, and now we're into the digital world. Yeah. It, there's no truth to the rumor that the, the Ten Commandments have your logo at the bottom. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a little bit before we started. Yeah. But not I'll, long. I love that. Yeah. Because printing is a fairly economically sensitive business, right? So just without this... I think the first people thing people default to is the the digital age and how we're supposedly in a paperless world, which we're really not. Yeah. But, but but just the ups and downs of the economy have a lot to, a, a big impact on your business. It it does, and it used to be when we were first start when we first started out. Actually, printing was a was a pretty powerful tool tool to use during a recession or during a down economy because people had the market mm -hmm. and printing was one of the biggest forms of marketing with direct mail flyers, brochures, pocket folders. So all your marketing material was printed and you either used television, radio, billboards or print and whether that print be magazines or direct mail. But as the digital age started creeping into our world, printing became just a actual segment of the marketing plan. Mm. And it's a very powerful segment of that marketing plan. And when used properly, it enhances all the digital marketing, yeah. you know, your social media, your SEO, your website, uh, your products and delivery. So it, there's still 
a need for print, and it's a still a very powerful tool to utilize when used properly. And I, I guess I'm thinking of direct mail when I ask this question, but it strikes me that because there's so many people that don't think direct mail works and therefore they don't use it anymore that the people that do use it get results out of it because there are not as many pieces in the mailbox. Do I have that right? That is correct. And it's what we call in our industry, we call that the mail moment. Mm. So you go to the mailbox and when you have a personalized piece of mail with your name on it or your logo or something pertinent to you and it's addressed to you, it's an aha moment. It's the lights go on. And because less and less people utilize that, the people that are filling your mailbox have an advantage. So they're not, you can't put that into spam. Now you can pull it out, but once you touch it, you can throw it in the trash. But when you touch and feel that, it becomes a memory. Yeah. And so it is, and in sales and marketing, it's all about the touches. You have to do a lot of touches in order to sell a product. And that's one way to touch. When I can go into my computer and just say, ignore or send to the spam filter. And I never even see that message. Right. Unless if someone tells me that they're sending me something. Mm-hmm. But with a, a direct mail piece, you are seeing it. And with QR codes and augmented reality, there's opportunities in the print industry to actually direct that back into the digital information. So you can scan the QR code. So you have prices, information, catalogs, whatever augmented reality allows you to use your phone and you can see what that furniture is going to look like in your apartment or your home or what, whatever that tool is. And that's a valuable piece of the marketing tools that you put into your toolbox. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense that because it it's tech technology has a way of doing this. It doesn't certainly it displaces, but technology also enhances. Exactly. And that's what you're talking about. Right. Right. It, it enhances the experience. It, and that experience is what becomes top of mind. And that's, when you're going out to purchase something, it, what's top of mind is usually because you had that experience, whether it be you met somebody, you talked to somebody, someone referred you. It's the experience and the personalization of it that helps sell products. Yeah. So, Mark, you've been in business 49 years. You do all manner of printing Right. For all manner of clients all over, I know the metro Atlanta area and beyond, I'm sure. Right. You've got, I guess, one of the things that I really hadn't thought about with, as I think about your business is just that institutional memory of all those clients and knowing from their feedback, because they tell you, I'm sure, what mm-hmm. works and what doesn't work. That's a pretty powerful piece of value that you offer your clients. Right. It's the value add. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, the story about the woman that, you know, her washing machine wasn't working properly and she called the plumber in and the plumber came in and he just took the hammer out of his toolbox and hit the side of the washing machine and it worked. <laughs> and he wrote up a bill for $85 and mm-hmm. the woman says, well, I'm not, you just used a hammer and you tapped. He says, what's the experience in knowing where to tap? 
Right. Is where the value is. You've hired someone else and they don't know where to tap. They're going to tear your machine apart Mm -hmm. before it gets fixed. So it is. Value is uh, very important in in every relationship you have Mm -hmm. is having that value and providing it. So what are the, I know you've got a lot of different clients and you're almost like, you probably, a business like yours, you're almost like Noah's Ark. You got two of everything. But talk about some of the areas where print is, we mentioned direct right. mail, right? So, but some of the areas where print is getting really good results that maybe businesses are ignoring. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of work in the private school industry mm-hmm. and private schools charge a lot of money to educate your children. They utilize print just about every point of the way for their marketing because of that, mm-hmm. because they want to stay in contact with the parents, the students, the alumni, the grandparents, so they can market their schools and improve the education that they provide to the students. Sure. So they utilize print on a regular basis, and that's everything from posters for the art shows, uh, posters for the theater, posters for just educational purpose. But they also use direct mail. They use, they produce programs, they produce marketing pieces for their athletic departments and fundraisers and business development. So that's one tool that print actually helps with those, with that specific industry. I have another client there, it's called Garnish and Gather. Mm. They basically provide prepackaged meals. Basically, you still cook it, but they provide all the ingredients. It's a great company. It's a great product. And for you know, my wife and I are empty nesters now, so they provide us with meals for two. Oh, wow. Uh, it takes us about a half an hour to prepare them, but it's fresh meals. Uh-huh. The It's organic food. Most uh-huh. of it is, or almost all of it is organic. They provide us with the recipe. They're a client of ours, and we do their recipe books. We do their packing kits Mm -hmm. so we do labels for them so every week from wednesday through friday we're uh, we have them scheduled in our production right as a client to produce their products so they can for their next week's menu delivery and their product delivery so they're producing color recipe books black and white labels tags they have little cards that topics of conversation. So they don't, they, they basically create an experience mm-hmm. and my wife and I, I enjoy cooking. She enjoys uh, eating what I cook, but she also helps cook as well. And it's just a great way to interact with each other for a half an hour in yeah. the evenings and prepare a meal. And, and so that's another client that utilizes print mm-hmm. on a very regular basis and it's a powerful tool. And they'll tell you is they used to print their recipe books in black and white. Mm-hmm. When they start printing in color, their sales started skyrocketing. Imagine it that. Just, it's yeah. because people live in color. I mean, yeah. Every day we live in color. So it is. So there are a lot of other tools. I do posters for, I have a client and they service the credit union industry and they have several clients and I will print their marketing posters that go in the credit unions, in the banks. And I also help them with their flyers or their brochures or their product 
information packets for that client that's producing this for a marketing firm that's producing this for the credit unions that they serve. Yeah, that's inter- very interesting to me. And one of the things that I was thinking about is, as I was thinking about our time together is I just put out a book and I was, I've been interested to hear how many people said to me, the electronic version came out first, right. waiting for the print. And how many people said to me, I'm waiting for the print version. It surprised me how many people want the print version. And that's not what like the overall meme is out there about print printed materials. Right. Oh, it is. And, and, there's still there is still a reason for print, and one reason is eye strain. So when you're reading on a Kindle, or you're reading on your phone, or you're reading on a computer monitor, or what, however you're intaking that information, you get eye strain, and, yeah. and you tire quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm a f- avid book reader. I enjoy reading books. Mm-hmm. I, I was one of the first people to get a Kindle. I didn't, I, I just really did not enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy books on tape, mm-hmm. but I don't enjoy uh, reading on a electronic screen. Sure. Um, but it's the touch. Yeah. It's the feel, yeah. the smell. So you're using all your senses mm-hmm. when you basically are using an actual printed piece. You're using, and taste, you could almost taste it. Yeah, I'm just gonna say you can almost taste. It. <laughs> That's you true. Can almost taste it. That's true. And even if it's color, right? The color on a printed page is just different than it is on the screen. I'm sorry, but it's just more lively when it's on a printed page. I would agree with you, but then yeah. I am somewhat biased. I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm objective, but I root for all my friends like you. Yeah. Mark McKenzie is with us, folks. DocuMax Digital Printing. So, Mark, let's talk a little bit about. Some other things that are going on with you. You have been involved for years in a tournament, to, a golf tournament to benefit children. Right. T- tell the audience about that. So it's it's called Golf for the Kids. It's golfforthekids.com. And I am the co-chair. The other co-chair and the founder of the organization is Angie Rakup. And she, I met her at a networking event 20-some years ago. We were actually... We got to know each other when we were up at a farm in Dalton, Georgia. They were selling Egyptian Arabian horses, which are like million-dollar horses. Oh, wow. And we were watching the display, and and we were in a group that was visiting that day. And I just mentioned that it smelled like the little farm that I grew up in my— near where my grandma lived in Kansas. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, really, where at in Kansas? She was standing next to me. I was with my wife and my daughter, and she said, oh, really, we're out in Kansas. And I said, it's a little farm town you probably never heard of. It's called Neoche. It just so happens that Angie's great-aunt is Neoche. She was the first white child born. It was an Indian reservation. Wow. And her great-aunt was the first white child born in that reservation, and they named her Neoche. Wow. And that's where she got that. So Interesting. It, it was just it's like we're kissing cousins. We didn't know it. We've known each other for about a year and a half, and that had never come up in conversation. And then she was marketing. She was talking about her golf tournament at one of our meetings, and I said, who's printing your signage? Who's doing your banners? Who's mm-hmm. doing your T-signs? Who's helping you with? And she says, I don't have anybody. And I said, we'll step up mm-hmm. and – uh, do that after that tournament was done we raised 
I don't know, five or $6,000. And then I just said, how are you planning on growing this and doing it next year? And she says, yes, but I need help. I can't do this all by myself. And, mm. and I said, maybe we can help you find some people. And she goes, good. You're on the advisory board. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You're drafted. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Way to go, Angie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Automatically. And so we originally were started out, we were, helping St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And we just didn't feel like we were making an impact at St. Jude's. And Mm -hmm. we thought we probably want to bring it home Mm -hmm. to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And and so we brought it to to Children's. They said that they would love to help us with our tournament and help us uh, promote it and sponsor it and do everything that we needed to make a successful tournament. And since we've switched over to Children's, it's been very successful and it's been a, a great value for all the people involved and we have a we usually have a spokesperson it's a child from children's Mm. that caroline is caroline brewer was was our spokesperson for past few years she is a i think she's about eight years old now but she had a brain tumor had multiple operations Mm. try to remove that tumor she's still battling cancer today She's at children's a lot. And when you hear those, when you actually hear her parents' story and her story, you realize that it's a very worthy cause. And we get to go out and play golf all day. Yeah. She has to go in and take chemo and radiation and have her head opened up and tumors removed. Wow. You realize that your blessings are a very powerful and it's about making a difference. Yeah. And we've been blessed 48, 48 plus years of being in business going on to 49. We've been blessed to still be around. The Atlanta community has supported us. And it's a way of my brothers and I giving back to the community, giving back, making, helping make a difference by being a difference. And that's really what it is. We're, our next tournament is October 21st, 2024. We'll be playing at Bears Best. We're always looking for corporate sponsorship. We fill the field, so it's first come, first serve. So it gets basically in September where we pretty much have a full field. Mm. And then it's sponsor dollars. But we're looking for dollars, donations, and you can go to our website. And even if you don't want to go through Golf for the Kids, you can go directly to CHOA and make that donation and, and make an impact. And that's really what it's all about is helping those children battle cancer. Yeah. Wow. Such great work. You said this is year number 17 or you fit? It's not, it's, it's going to be year 19. Year 19. Okay. Okay. Year 19. Wow. And and we're, might be, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's year 19. Yeah. uh, That's what you're doing there, Mark and Angie and all your uh, colleagues that are working on this tournament is, it's certainly about the money you raise, but it's also awareness, right? right? Just raising the, the cause up for people to learn more. That's right. Yeah. That's right. One of the other things that, that we do when our vi- we were building an advisory board, we had several women, business women, that were active and involved, and none of them played golf, but they all enjoyed animals. And so we decided early on that we would earmark the first $15,000 for the Canine for Kids program at Children's, which is they have about, I think, currently, I think 17 dogs walking the halls of Children's helping children heal 
and they're service dogs, therapy dogs. Yeah. And we used to do tours before COVID. Mm-hmm. And one day we were going through a tour and they, I think it was Casper was the dog that they were walking down the halls. And there was a young girl that she had had radiation done the day before. She had been in the hospital. She had been at Children's for a month and a half, two months already. Mm-hmm. And they came in. She was not feeling good. She wasn't interested in getting out of bed or moving. And when they came in with Casper and said, you want to walk Casper? Casper needs to be walked. Would you mind walking her down the hall? She jumped out of bed, took her little IV and juice bags or whatever they were. Right. And on the rolling, on the uh, rolling, yeah, yeah the stand pole, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's pulling that and holding Casper walking down the halls with the biggest smile on her face oh. and teasing pretty much all the other patients in the, on that same hall. I get to walk Casper today and you don't. Uh-huh. But, yeah. and so that's an important part of healing. It's an important part of that process of battling cancer. Mm. And when you're talking about young children having to fight that battle, mm. it becomes more important. And then you realize that these parents are there while they're trying to work, do things, raise other members of family sure. and their child is sick in the hospital. You realize that it, how important those little things are. And you also realize that not every child makes it out of that hospital. Yeah. Which is, that's the sad part about yeah, it. Yeah, that's the sobering part of it all. It is. Yeah, for sure. So golfforthekids.com is the website, folks. Right. For you to, uh, looks like to me, you can go out and register now for 2024. We're, we're recording this show here in uh, January, early January 2024, right. but... October is not going to be far away, and you can go on and, and uh, claim your spot. That's right. That's right. And it's in the advisory board, and we have a great advisory board. There's quite a few names that I could mention, but I'd probably forget three or four of them, and, and they wouldn't uh, forgive me. Yeah. Joe English, I see you out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, man. <laughs> I see a few of them. Yeah. yeah. And, and they are. And, and so that we have some important... One of our longtime corporate sponsors has been Mellow Mushroom, mm-hmm. and they basically are a huge part of our organization and a huge sponsor, and they don't take much credit for what they do in this community, not only for our tournament, but all the other things that they do to help our community. It's always important, and it's important that I give them a plug as well I, because they are a very valuable partner of ours. Yeah, that's terrific. That means you, you'll have good pizza while you're out there on the course, right? We also have a great sponsor, uh, Colby Cameron, up at Chick-fil-A right up here on Wynwood okay. Parkway. Okay. And he basically sponsors our lunches. Oh, got it. Okay. You, hey, you got it covered, man, for yeah. coming and going. So that's that, right. Yeah, that's fantastic. One of the things you're known for, Mark, is your networking. Right. You're, you, you are, I think that's one of the terms that comes to mind besides printing when people think about you. So why, why has that been so important for you? It's a referral process and referrals. And it's, that's how business should work. That's how it's important that business owners are out there promoting their product, their brand, and their image. Mm-hmm. And an example is that I was in a networking group. The individual sold me his, I bought insurance from him. His name is Tracy Holzer. Mm-hmm. Tracy used to own a Mellow Mushroom franchise. Mm. We we were networking partners. We basically helped each other. I did his printing. They basically covered, did my insurance. He's with Point North currently. But he also had a Mellow Mushroom franchise. I went to him looking for free food to get gift, 
gift certificates to give to our golfers, sure. or the winners of the tournament and whatever. And he just said, do you one better? I'll introduce you to corporate, Mellow Mushroom Corporate, and I'll introduce you to Mike Nicholson, who Mike just recently passed away. Mm. A huge heart, great soul. And I'm sure he's in heaven right now playing as much golf as he possibly can. <laughs> but that's part of the networking is it's not always about where the dollar ends up. It's about making relationships that matter and helping others with developing relationships and connecting others with opportunities, whether it be opportunities for friendship, opportunities for charities or opportunities for revenue. Mm -hmm. Networking is a big part. And if, if you refer me to somebody I am using your chips in that game mm. to basically hopefully collect some chips of my own. But by you providing an introduction for me, you're actually helping the other individual and you're helping me. So right. you're connecting two quality people with quality opportunities. And at the end of the day, you will be remembered by both of those individuals when that relationship builds and flourishes. Yeah. And that's the important part of networking is the giving. And I think Adam Grant, his book is give and take. Sure. It's a great book. It's a great book. And it's, it is about giving mm -hmm. and, and it's also about kindness, having an open heart, be a giver. And that full circle will come around to you. Mm -hmm. It might take 49 years, but you're 49, you're blessed with either the dollars or the knowledge or the friendship. The way I put it, I'm interested in your reaction to this, is that when you give to the universe, gives back to you. And the, the power of that and the joy of that is you never know where it's going to come from. Right. It, it comes back in ways that you can never forecast in advance. Oh, and, it, and it's as long as you're aware and you have to be aware of it. You have to be aware that, you know, that blessing just landed in your lap. Right. You know, sometimes people, that blessing lands in people's laps and they're not aware that was a blessing and they're not aware of how that came to be. Right. Um, and was raised Catholic and went to a parochial school and I'm old enough to remember nuns in black habits and they had little rulers and... <laughs> <laughs> and your palm in their hand, oh, uh, yeah. where yeah, where they were giving you the, the, the yeah. The, it was discipline, and yeah. it was always preached. It's better to give than receive, mm -hmm. and in all reality, it is better to give than receive. But you know, we all have to feed our dogs at the end of the day, and feed ourselves, and pay our bills. So give with intent that someone else will benefit. And, right, and like you said. It'll all come around. It comes back to us. And it, as long as you're aware of it, you realize that it comes back 10, 100-fold. And 10-fold, 100-fold, even more than that sometimes. And I think people mistake what you're saying, what I say about that same thing. is that It's not just giving things away. It, you give with the idea that you will receive, that, that right. givers receive. And it's not a one-for-one -one relationship, so, yeah. so don't quantify it that way. But if you make your life about giving, then it will come back around to you. Right. And that's what you're saying. And that's exactly what I'm saying. And, yeah. and, and because it's important that you, you give, and part of it comes back to respect. 
and right. respecting the people that you surround yourself with, but also understanding that I have a client, they have a need, I have a friend, and he can provide that service to take care of that need for my client. What am I doing? I'm creating two wins for each of my friends. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful feeling. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, it's like you had mentioned, it's the feeling. It's a feel good, and but it's powerful and yeah. there's purpose behind it. And at the end of the day, we all benefit from it. Not just me mm-hmm. in revenue or opportunities or friendships, but the other people that we're helping benefit from it as well. Well, and even if I can, even beyond that, it's all the constituents of those two people. So right. their employees, the people who benefit because their business exists, right. right? So you're creating ripples in the universe that you'll never know. That's right. Fully know. You'll never fully know. And there's something, uh, it's, it humbles you, right? Right. That's right. To think that way. It, it does. And it, it's, a, it's, I don't talk about magic, but it is, it's magical. Right. It actually helps benefit everybody. And like you said, it is the ripple effect. And it's the first, second, third, fourth, fifth degrees down the line that you're helping that you don't even realize that you've helped. Yeah, for sure. So talk to relatively new business owners. I want you to give some advice here, some sage advice. Yeah. Let's talk about networking first. What are some of the tips that you would give someone who wants to develop their networking skills and to make it work for them. So I posted something on LinkedIn, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago. And it's basically, it's based on the, the book, Never Eat Alone by Keith Fasari, I think is how you pronounce it. I know that book. I can't pronounce his name either. Yeah. And, but it's Never Eat Alone. And I never network alone. Basically, I always have a wing person. I try, I go to an event. I invite people to attend the event with me. Yeah. First of all, it builds friendships. Uh, it allows me to reach out to clients and prospects to invite them, whether they say yes or no. I'm still reaching out and doing, you know, those so-called touches. Sure. Uh, but when you network with someone else, you're exposing them to your network. You are going into a room full of people, which you may or may not know, but then you're able to conquer and divide. Because I usually know the person I'm asking to be a wing person with. And it's, I let them know in advance kind of what I'm looking for. They let me know what they're looking for. You go to the event, you network with someone. They might meet somebody who would be a great introduction for you at that event. And they bring them over and make the introduction. Right. And vice versa. After the event, you basically reach out to that person that was your wing person, or there might be several people that are invited to that event, Mm -hmm. but you reach out to them and find out you do the recap. Just like when you go to a trade show, you follow up on all that information, but do a recap and say, who did you meet that I might need to know? Mm. Who did you want to meet that you didn't get a chance to? Maybe I know them. It's all about utilizing your network. So network, Mm -hmm. but always invite a wing person. And the reason I do it is because I don't enjoy networking. It's a, it is a, a job. You don't enjoy networking. I don't, but it holds me accountable when I invite 
a person uh-huh. as a wing person. And I enjoy making introductions. So when I get to a networking event, uh-huh. I enjoy that part. Okay. Because I get to meet new people. But I would rather sit at home and read a book. Yeah. Uh, but by inviting a wing person, I become accountable mm. to that person, to those guests that I invited. The example is, is tomorrow morning, I'm a member at the Buckhead Club and the mayor uh, of Atlanta is speaking at the event. And I just, I invited three people to sit at the table with me and listen to the mayor, get a chance, an opportunity to possibly ask a question to the mayor or meet the mayor, but also to network in a room of a hundred plus other individuals. Yeah. And it's powerful. It's early in the morning. So you got to wake up early and you got to put your clothes on, shave, do whatever Mm -hmm. you, you have to do and look nice, smell nice and be nice. And, but because I invited three people, I have to be there. I have to be there early. I have to, we've already talked about who we would like to meet, where, what they're looking for. So when I run across somebody at this event or I know someone at the club that I can introduce to my guests, then it's a meaningful opportunity and use of time. And that's, there's a fine line between networking and not working. So you have to really be aware of what you're doing when you're networking. But the biggest advice is you got to get out there because no one's going to come to you and buy your products and services if you're sitting on your butt in your office in your chair. They're not going to – you have to go out yeah. and sell that product. Right. But what I'm hearing here, though, is his – First of all, it pays to be a, an FOM, friend of Mark. <laughs> yeah. What I'm hearing is your approach has nothing to – see, I did not hear the word printing, uh, business card, heard nothing in that about what you do. It's all about the people that you're trying to connect. Right. And so you're not there pushing your stuff exclusively. You're putting forward other people and making connections – and by doing, that comes back to benefit you. That's right. And it's like yeah. what we were discussing earlier. Right. that full circle. And it's not a, it's, it really isn't about me. It's about me helping other people mm-hmm. get what they want. I think it's Zig Ziglar. Yep. You want to be successful, help other people be successful first, and mm-hmm. you will end up being successful. Or I don't know what the actual words are, but. Help people get what they want, something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And you'll end up getting what you want. And, yeah. And actually, there's joy and fulfillment for me in doing that. And, yeah. and that's one reason I probably excel at it. And like I said, I hear a lot of people, a lot of friends introduce me as this is the person you need to know in Atlanta. Cause he knows everyone. I don't know everyone, but I do know you mm. and I know a lot of people. Yeah. And if I reached out to you and said, John, I have a friend that needs this help. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're connected to someone. Can you help make that introduction? Mm-hmm. I know that you're going to do that. Yeah. And right. that's the value of having those connections, but also the value of networking, doing what you say you're going to do mm-hmm. and, you know, being a difference. Yeah. Wow. Great words here from Mark McKenzie, DocuMax Digital Printing. Mark, you before we came on, you mentioned something. I want to get back to some other pieces of advice. Before we came on, we were just chatting about one of the things you've learned about being a business owner and yeah. you and your brothers together owning that printing company for so long. 
Talk about what that is. For quite a few years, we were part of a industry-specific peer group. It was called C-Print International, Certified Printers International. And there were certain minimum standards that you had to produce or do in order to participate in this group. And it was, we shared our financials with friendly competitors. They Mm -hmm. were not in our market, but they were across the nation. And we shared our financials on the 20th of every month with basically within a test letter from our accountants saying these are actual financials to the best of their knowledge and ability. Mm -hmm. But there were a lot of old school printers. I learned a lot from all those members and those individuals. And when you look at the financials and you talk to them about their investments and their investments in equipment and printing and other investments, the majority of them would always say the ones that were very successful own their own property. Mm. They basically, they own the real estate that housed their printing company. Mm. And they would say, that's the wisest thing you can do for yourself. If you have the opportunity, find a place, a piece of real estate, a building or a shopping center or whatever, buy the real estate, pay yourself the rent. If you buy a big enough piece, you can have tenants pay the rent as well. And what we did was we had to look for about five years before we find a place. And 20 plus years ago, we bought a piece of real estate in West Midtown, which was 20 years ago was the hood. Yeah, Uh, It was not, I I say the hood, it it just was not, it was a lot of industrial, old industrial warehouses and parks. It was dilapidated. It was before it turned, but it, basically has proved to be one of the best values as a business owner investing in that real estate, investing in ourselves. That's really what it is. It's investing in yourself, investing in your other business through real estate was a great investment for us because we're in West Midtown and there's within about a two block radius of us, there's about a billion plus in development going on right now. Mm -hmm. And it makes us look like we're real estate geniuses. We just needed a place to house our business. Yeah. And and we found it. And we, we were wise enough to make a good enough selection. It's a few blocks from Georgia Tech, which is the other great thing that yeah. has helped uh, spur that. Uh, sure. But yeah, I think that as a business owner, it's good and wise to have peers that understand what you're doing, have been there and done that, but also share those experiences and that knowledge. And Mm -hmm. like I said, there's a lot of things I learned from that peer group. And uh, there's a lot of things I learned not to do, but uh, there's a lot of things I learned what to do and how to do them. And listen to it and taking the advice is is the important part, is you have to take action on that advice. You just can't go in one ear and out the other. You still have to take action. Yeah, I think you're giving some other valuable advice here in answering that question is just the value of peer groups and that that can help you see things in your business that you wouldn't otherwise see. Right. And it's also selecting a great attorney, Mm. a great CPA, a great banker, Mm -hmm. all the people that that you need to meet with multiple times during the year, Yeah, not just once every year when the taxes are due or once every year when you want to make a big withdrawal from the bank. Let them know who you are, what you what you are about, what you do. Invite them to networking events. Invite them to go out and play golf at a golf tournament or top golf or whatever. The Braves baseball game. 
make them a part of your life and they'll make you part of their life. And they'll, it's hard advice when your accountant tells you you're going to be out of money in three months. You don't have the cash flow you need. You're basically almost bankrupt. Mm. And I'm not going to say that I haven't been there or I have been there, but in 49 years, it's probably more than once on both sides. Yeah. And, but having the solid advice of a banker, an attorney, and an accountant, it's just like going to the doctor every year and getting your checkup or every quarter getting your checkups and taking care of yourself physically and mentally and healthy. And it's the same thing you have to do for your business. You have to go to the accountant Mm -hmm. and get a cavity removed or what, or added. And those are important things. And having friendly competitors, I know several of my competitors here in the Atlanta market that I do work with. I do printing for them. They do printing for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have a piece of every piece of equipment the printing industry needs, but I have relationships that matter Mm. and that are valuable. And they also will help me because I do the same for them. Yeah. Wow. What great words today from Doc from Documax Digital Printings, Mark McKenzie. Mark, wow, what a fun conversation. Always learn something when I'm sitting with you. Thank you for that. And I'm sure anyone that's listening has learned something too and may want to be in touch. Yeah. So let's tell them how they can be in touch with you. It's www.documax.com or you can reach me at my email is Mark. M-A-R-K dot McKenzie, M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E at D-O-C, Q is in quality, M-A-X dot com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you hang out there. I do. I spend a a lot of time. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, absolutely. Mark McKenzie, DocuMax Digital Printing. And by the way, uh, let's don't forget about golf for the kids. So check that out too as well. Yeah. Mark, thank you so much for coming in. This has been a joy. John, thank you as always. I appreciate you and your friendship. Yeah. Thank you. Hey folks, just a quick, a couple of quick reminders and, and actually a thank you. I mentioned my book earlier, The Generosity Mindset, A Journey to Business Success by Raising Your Confidence, Value, and Prices. It is out. It's in uh, ebook form. We talked about that. If you like ebooks, no no criticism. I've got my Kindle. But it's out in uh, all sorts of places you can find it, Nook and all all around the the horn, as it were. But it's also available in all your major book retailers as well. So you can walk into uh, your local independent bookstore and order it there. If you prefer, and if you don't want to deal with the big, hairy A company, we won't mention their name. (laughs) (laughs) But you can get it there too. But hey, if you're a solo or small professional services provider and uh, you're having trouble with your value, your, your positioning, your pricing, it may be a book that's helpful to you. I want to thank you, our listener. You are, uh, and we, we're so blessed to be in the North Fulton area. We're blessed to have you as our guest because you lean in on these conversations and you've done so for about 700 and almost 35 or 38 times. I think that's where we're on show 738 for North Fulton Business Radio. We've only gotten this far because of you. You continue to support us. And one of the ways that you do that's particularly, we particularly covet 
frankly, is that you share the show when you hear of a business leader whose services you think somebody else may need or that you just think somebody else needs to know. And can please continue to do that. If you heard something here from Mark that makes you think, hey, I know somebody that needs a, a good printer or I know somebody that might be interested in that golf tournament to help kids with cancer, uh, share the show. And I will be grateful for you for doing that. And you'll help us in, in, in return. You'll help us continue to live into our mission to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. So for my guest, Mark McKenzie, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.